Welcome into another edition of Designated for Assignment. Josh Goldberg here. And uh, in case you're just tuning in for the first time in general or for the first time in a little while, we're up to two episodes a week. And uh, we're going to do that for the remainder of this, at least a regular season. We'll see what happens if and when the Blue Jays make the postseason and their magic number. As I record this uh, just before 1030 Eastern time on Thursday night, magic number to clinch a playoff spot is down to two. And depending what happens in the Rangers and Mariners game, it will be down to one if Texas is able to clinch their own playoff spot and beat Seattle. So we'll see what happens whenever you're listening to this. It's either two or it's one, some combination of Blue Jays wins and Mariners losses. Uh, and they'll, they'll be in the playoffs. And we'll start with the positive, which was avoiding getting swept. We'll get to some of the uh, brass tacks of the first two games in a little bit. But uh, it's hard to really say a game is a must win until you're uh, actually facing elimination. But this was as close as it gets, I guess. This was a really important game for the Blue Jays to get on Thursday night. It's getting swept at home um, by a team that I wouldn't say is I, I can't say that they've quit on the season. They're still trying to be competitive, but a team that has nothing to play for. I know the old cliche is that's the most dangerous team um, when you have everything to play for and another team has nothing to lose. Sure, but you should still be able to take care of business. And uh, thankfully, Chris Bassett was awesome on Thursday. He matched a career high with 12 strikeouts, it was commanding both sides of the plate, getting his sinker in on righties tying them in knots and it led to a lot of swing and miss a lot of defensive emergency hacks and 12 strikeouts five hits one walk across seven and two thirds shutout he finishes the season 16 and 8 with a 360 era 186 strikeouts in 200 flat innings and outside of that first start he was awesome. He was amazing. Every adjective you want to throw at it, he was that and more. His last 32 starts of the season were excellent. And that's about as close to an A-plus signing as you can get. And when, whenever the Blue Jays, like again, hopefully they clinch, when they, if slash when they clinch, it'll be interesting to see what kind of scenario Chris Bassett finds himself pitching in because uh, I know he struggled with the Mets last year in the playoffs and that's obviously relevant, but he's been good in big spots a lot this year when the Blue Jays have needed him to be, he has done that. And he came up with his arguably his best start of the season when the Blue Jays needed it the most. And they did enough with the bats to give him the support that he needed to win that ball game. And yeah, they had 13 hits. Very nice. They had scored six runs. They hit three home runs belt breaks the tie or not breaks the tie, but puts the game out of reach there with a three run shot in the six. And there's all this talk before the, um, before the final home stand of the year about, uh, well, Bassett said he wants to keep the roof open. It's extra loud when the roof is open, permanently keep it open. And then belt channeling, Uh, shades of Dave Winfield saying that they wanted noise and I'm all for that you want the energy and exuberance of a September crowd late in the season and really trying to fuel you and give you that extra charge it is very difficult to really get excited when a team doesn't hit and getting shut out a couple of times you're not going to exactly have the most boisterous crowd but it seemed like a good crowd on Thursday and the Blue Jays delivered 
um, for them. And they're in position now, depending on what happens, a win, one win is probably going to be enough against Tampa. You win two, you're obviously in, and we'll see what happens with uh, the teams around the Blue Jays in the standings. It's never a great feeling to know that the Rays uh, are the last team uh, that you have to see and that you might need to beat in order to make the playoffs, but they just did that last week. And uh, I don't think that it's like the boogeyman where you should necessarily just feel like all hope is lost just because against the it's the Rays. This has just been such a strange season. I've said this so many times, you know, uh, we shouldn't really have been that surprised that after riding high and looking like they were a shoe in to make the playoffs, which arguably they were and still are um, heading into the week that they scuffled the way that they did to start the series against the Yankees. And there are going to be more twists and turns, you would think. It's just been that type of season for the Blue Jays. It's defied all expectations. And at, at times, it's also seemingly defied logic. And at this point, I've said this the last couple of weeks, it's just time to embrace it. It is what it is. Uh, there are going to be twists and turns, peaks and valleys, whatever you want to say about it. It's probably going to happen here over the next couple of days. And however long, if the Blue Jays are able to make the playoffs, however long, um, the run last. So uh, certainly belt backing it up, delivering that home run. Dalton Varsho hit a home run. To me, he feels like the type of player who will be more valuable and more important in the playoffs. I, I don't know why, because it's not like you're likely to perform better in the playoffs. Odds are you're actually likely to perform worse, I would say. But there's just something in my gut that tells me that if the Blue Jays are in the postseason, that Dalton Varsho will make at least one notable play on the positive side of things, whether it's hitting a home run like he did on Thursday, whether it's with his glove, which we know is excellent, whether it's stealing a base or going first to third, getting a good read. All of that stuff is at such a premium in the most important games of the season. And more often than not, in terms of the little things, the intangible stuff, uh, Dalton Varsho's done a really good job in that respect this year. And it's just something that has been crossing my mind that I just have this sneaking suspicion. And maybe it's a, a wish, a hope deep down that uh, he'll be able to deliver some value and maybe do a little something to, I wouldn't say a race, but make you not necessarily only remember his first season as a Blue Jay for the offensive struggles that he showed um, in the regular season. I said this last week or on the last episode or probably both that what you do in October matters more in the end if it's successful than what happened in the preceding six months. We talked about the Phillies, the Atlanta Braves, the 2021, the 2016 Blue Jays. If you have an October to remember however deep you go and you are part of some signature moments, then the, I wouldn't say it's like I said, it's not going to erase it, but it's going to do a lot to help soften the blow of a less than stellar regular season. So uh, I'm optimistic about Dalton Varsho. It's hard not to be optimistic about Kevin Biggio. You know, he continues to just get it done, reaches base three times in the final game of the series against the Yankees, drove in a run, made a great diving play at second base in the top of the ninth inning. And I know that his numbers of late 
in the traditional sense, maybe haven't been the greatest. He's got a 731 OPS in September. He's only hit one home run this month, but he's got a, I believe a, he's got a 370 on base. His on base percentage is higher than his slugging percentage. That's not the most ideal in the world, but he's given them a lot of quality at bats and he's showcased his value and his versatility defensively at a number of different positions. And he, he, I've said this before of late that he's the type of player that um, I think you're really happy that you're going to have in a postseason situation because of all the different things that he's capable of doing. And uh, teams need that type of Swiss army knife player um, at their disposal in October. And uh, the Blue Jays, I think are fortunate to have Kevin Biggio available to them. Um, I guess let's talk about the offensive struggles and, uh, it was deflating to say the least. There's just, I don't really know how to describe it. I don't know if there is an explanation. There probably isn't that the Blue Jays this season, I think they're now 42 and 35 at uh, home, which is fine, I guess, or maybe they're 42 and 36, whatever it is, 43 and 35. Um, they're not the best home team in the world. They're better than they are. Uh, they're better on the road than they are at home. It's just been one of those weird seasons. I know that there was all this talk about, I thought that uh, Roger center would at least play slightly more um, offensively friendly and, and certainly not what it's ended up as, which is a pitcher's paradise. And, you know, the blue Jays just for whatever reason, haven't had much success this season hitting and performing at Roger center. And I don't really know, what to say about it. It's just one of these things that uh, it's really another chapter in a very strange season in 2023. They just haven't performed at home and it just hasn't clicked. Like a lot of things haven't clicked and to get shut out in back-to-back games is obviously not uh, ever what you want, especially in an important series in September. Yes, you could look at Michael King and yes, you could look at Garrett Cole who's going to win the Cy Young and say that that's plays a factor in it you're going to face good pitching in October. And if you can't have any consistent success, you're going to be in tough. And I think that the issues that we saw in those games highlights what might plague the Blue Jays in in the playoffs. It's just every run is at such a premium when you struggle to score much and you struggle to really drive in runs, like in terms of a home run perspective, Uh, with multiple guys on base to maybe mask some of your deficiencies in terms of stringing hits together at times. Um, You're going to need your pitching to be great, which it has been. And uh, there's no real reason to think that it won't be, but other than just baseball's weird and you're talking about potentially just a two game sample and a wild card series. And then that's all that matters. And if the pitching's not sharp, then uh, can you really look at this hitting and say that, you like their chances to put up eight runs if they need to, or put up five runs if they need to. It's It's been a really tall task this year for them. And it's not all of a sudden going to get easier once you get to October. That's uh, it's honestly the, the reverse. So it's just been, uh, I've lo- run out of sort of ways to put it all in perspective this season. I'm done trying to, really forecast what I think is going to happen. This team has 
made it abundantly clear that there's just no point in doing that. It's a completely fruitless endeavor. You're just going to look like an idiot if you try and make a definitive statement one way or the other. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say, no, the Blue Jays cannot win in the playoffs because they don't score enough. On paper, that probably makes a lot of sense, but nothing about this season has made sense. So why would I say something that in my mind makes sense when everything to the contrary for the last six months has gone against that. So uh, I'm just going to sit back here, watch, you know, clench my whole body up uh, and hope that uh, everything goes the right way. You know, they get some breaks, things go in a positive sense. And that's all I can do at this point and react to what happens and uh, try and break it down in that sense. But predicting, making predictions, I'm not doing that. Like, uh, at, at least with any sort of certainty or feeling. Like, if I say they make the playoffs and then it's like, oh, yeah, they're going to beat the Rays in three or they're going to lose the Rays in two, I can say that. But I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about in that sense. So uh, just just a, a PSA. Uh, I, I watch and I do my best to to break these down, but the end of the day you know we're we're just guessing here we're grasping at straws when it comes to baseball as a whole but really this blue jay season and it's it's really felt like that more than any other this year it's just been unlike any season i can really recall in recent memory but maybe all time i i just i i can't really put it into words it's like kind of broken my brain um a little bit so bear with me i'm going to do my best here over the next couple of days sunday for sure we'll do a podcast see what happens um over the weekend whether it's previewing a playoff series or obviously the alternative but i'm not going to put that really out there i'm thinking positive thoughts and we'll see what happens and we'll break it all down one way or the other. And I appreciate you listening and uh, interacting on Twitter at Goldberg 12 at DFA underscore pod is where you can find me. And it's where you can find the podcast on Twitter. I appreciate you uh, reaching out and uh, games are always fun going back and forth on Twitter, at least for the most part. And uh, please like rate review, comment, subscribe, designated for assignment, wherever you get your podcast. Thanks as always for listening. I'm Josh Goldberg. We'll be back Sunday. It's going to be fun. The next three days. We'll see. uh, Hopefully they're popping champagne here in the next couple of days and on to uh, the postseason for the third time in in the last four years. Thanks as always for listening. We'll talk to you soon. I'm Josh Goldberg, and this has been Designated for Assignment.